My name's Roan. I'm a painter from Melbourne. I work from Everfresh Studio in Collingwood. Roan's been a nickname since I was 14, 15 at high school, like before I even knew what graffiti really was. There's been so much publicity about what I've been doing. It's quite strange when people recognise me in the street and that's one of the most surreal things about it, to be known for what I love doing, you know. I started Really, it was like skateboarding for me. I skate with my friends, we'd go to these like abandoned spots because they were kind of fun to skate and no one would kind of disturb you. And eventually at these spots, you'd start to see graffiti and stickers and stencils and stuff like that. And we started doing that on our own skateboard. Eventually, kind of the whole skateboarding thing, a lot of my friends kind of dropped off or I moved away from them and kind of started painting more than we were skateboarding. And that became what I'd do on a, you know, on a weekend or a Friday night instead of skateboarding. I started doing stencils and stickers and just small things and it became quite competitive with our friends that, you know, who would make the biggest sticker. Then we went to paste-ups, which you could do on just paper and you could get huge sheets of paper. And then you could get like three sheets of paper and stick those together and they just got bigger and bigger. And it got to a point where it started just to paint directly on the walls. And my first kind of wall I did that was in Miami maybe three years ago. I never tried to make it my living. I studied graphic arts, graphic design, and I got a job working for a skateboard company doing t-shirt graphics, and that was like the best job in the world when I was 21, 22, and I was always just doing this on the side. You know, the idea of doing, you know, street art and graffiti as a professional thing was like, the idea of being like a professional yo-yo player, you know, it's like, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's fun, you do it with your friends, but it was going nowhere. It was just for the hell of it, you know, it was art for art's sake. But after years and years, and people kind of kept asking me to do, you know, commission work on canvas, or ask me to paint a wall, and just bits and pieces here and there. It wasn't until 2011, I think, or 10, that I finally just, I did have my first solo exhibition, I was really successful and I pretty much stopped working with any of my clients from then and just kept painting and I haven't gone back since. All my international travels started because of what I was doing as a graphic artist and I would do trips originally for work, um, for research and while I was travelling I'd, you know, I'd go meet other artists and paint, and go put up posters and stickers and that kind of spiraled from there, it's like just built up my, I guess, international kind of network of people I knew and that kind of helped me get invited to uh, international exhibitions and bits and pieces like that. But then, like in the last few years, it's uh, it started to change where I'd actually be invited and flown out somewhere to paint. You know, it's like a dream job. It's like one of those things you, you saw on the TV as a kid, you know, win a holiday, do exactly what you love doing, you know. As, and all your friends are there, it's just like incredible. It's a real pinch yourself moment when you realise that you do 
what you love for a living and you can totally survive off that. Like I still work really hard at it and I'm up at seven o'clock and you know, here every morning just doing something just to keep pushing myself and trying new things. And Collins Street was a kind of a perfect moment where the right people came together. There was one guy in particular, Richie Brownfield, who started a few projects in Melbourne called like City Lights, where they were doing installations. And that was in Hosea Lane, which is kind of like a tourist destination now for graffiti and street art. He asked me if I could paint some sort of work above these um, food vendors that were going into the space. That at first when he pitched it to me, I didn't realize how large the wall was, but he didn't also think about going all the way to the top. So I kind of, I saw it and he just wanted something to, you know, almost rainbow over the top of these food vendors. And then I kind of put it to him like, can we just paint the whole thing? It didn't make sense because if it's that big, you can't actually see it when you're in the space. But from five blocks away, you can see it and it brings people to the space. So I kind of used that argument. They, they seemed fine with the idea and I never painted something that big, but I didn't really let them know that <laughs> this is the first time I've gone that big. But it's like, I'd paint things that were large, um, but that was kind of like the next challenge to do that, yeah. Graffiti coming off the streets into the, the uh, galleries um, or into people's homes is something that's uh, started to happen over the last 10 years. I think someone once called it the, the Banksy effect, you know, just like after that guy started selling things to celebrities, it kind of almost had this trickle-down effect where people started to actually realise the value of street art and graffiti and start to invest in it. It's funny little things like that legitimise it. For some people, like for myself, I've always seen it as something amazing and I've loved it and I didn't need someone else to put $100,000 to it. Graffiti, it's definitely got a you know, bad name in, in most communities still. And like, especially like when you say something like vandalism, when someone says graffiti to me, I, I don't see like the negative con connotations. So I'm almost can't see the forest th through the trees. <laughs> a lot of my fine art stuff is a lot more consumable than stuff that's just like a tag on a wall. But you don't get one without the other, you know, like it wasn't for those tags and stickers and stencils that kind of influenced me to start. And I'm not saying I love every tag out there, but I kind of see there's kind of a reason for it. It's really hard for me to, to guess where I'm going in the future because I really didn't think I'd be here. It's one of those things like people, you know, see what I'm doing now and they may not realise that I started in 2001, like well over 10 years ago. So it was definitely a slow process. And I found that no one was gonna give me that opportunity to paint something big unless I really took it myself and just proved that I could do it, not even knowing that I could do it. So you have to just take that leap of faith sometimes and go get a big ladder and just, just do it, just try and make something happen. Yeah.